Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. (laughs) What's up? I don't even know what camera to look at, so I'm just going to look at James. Let's go this way. All right, that one. All right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Hernan Cias, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host... The insurance bro, James Cias, with Pipeline Insurance. And let me tell you, we have a hell of a show ready for you all today. Actually, I'm really excited about this one because I have been seeing Team Steel quite a bit uh, all over the place, all over the Instagram, at Comic-Con, dressed as the man and woman of steel. (laughs) So, coming to you all the way from Krypton... (laughs) just kidding they're here in san diego uh but with team steel sponsored by big block realty welcome to the show and thank you for joining us john and melissa Steele. yeah thank thank you you so much for having us we're excited about this he's got a good intro thing going it was a great intro he's like this is my role it was legit i'm taking it on it's like what i do he's he's done it a few times yeah yeah he's He's like this is when i get to talk so i'm gonna make the most of it (laughs) (laughs) because the rest of the time i'm just gonna put the microphone down mess around with the cameras and let yeah. you guys do your thing so. exactly amazing you know all right ladies and gents before we get started because they got a cool story 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year we're at 196 so we've passed the halfway marker if you got new shoes you shoes or you want to donate cash hit james up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com he'll hop on that orange harley right out there pick up the shoes he's got some saddlebags so last time he picked up 36 pairs of shoes so if you could beat 36 pairs of shoes we'd love to see you try all right, and then if you that want to bring them, like a challenge. it was a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> that, and then if you're not yeah. busy or you want to bring them on Saturday, we're gonna we're gonna be in IB doing a beach cleanup from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. So if you got anybody who wants to do some uh, community service, maybe you got a DUI, you made a mistake, <laughs> or you're in high school and you need to get uh, some community service hours, we'll be out there 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. this Saturday, August 24th. And on Sunday, we got Christian's Big Heart Run. Uh, for more details, go to christiansbigheart.org. It's gonna be at Roar Park. It's offered good cause so that's what's going on this weekend see you guys there sounds amazing yeah i have some shoes too perfect yeah actually you do do have have some some shoes shoes. we're gonna be hitting you up she acts like i have a i don't have that many shoes we have some in the give like we've got a we got a you know got two or three i think (laughs) two or three rooms full (laughs) (laughs) two or three too many That's why I I got them to get rid of. I know. See, see, because he needs room for the new ones that are going to go in that spot. That's 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 how it works, right? (laughs) So, guys, I want to know a little bit about about the two of you. You guys are like match made in heaven. You guys, perfect couple out there. I mean, then you got into doing real estate. Like, how'd you guys decide to get into this sort of field? I mean, we we honestly kind of fell into it. Yeah. So um, when we we moved out here from Buffalo, New York did not know anyone at all uh basically just literally quit our jobs packed up got in the car and started driving when we landed here we obviously needed jobs i 
was just kind of looking ultimately for whoever would hire me. Basically, like the first job we could get so we could be paying rent. Um, well, that's what he did. I found what I thought at the time was my dream job. Turned out to not be. I now do that. I now do my dream job on a daily basis. Yeah. But, but um, fell into. I fell into real estate as a real estate assistant. So was basically just working behind the scenes, helping out agents, helping in the office on transactions and stuff like that. And um, did that for about a year. Ended up like really liking real estate. Like I honestly never thought I was going to be like a salesperson. I'm not really like a salesy type. Um, and I think we try to run our business like we're not like the typical pushy salesy people. Um, but did that for about a year, then got pulled over to like a flipper company, worked with them for about a year. And then so after about two years in real estate, really kind of like saw, you know, everyone doing their thing. And I was like, why am I not doing this for myself? I should be doing the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, hey, I can do it, you know, just as good, if not better than all these people. So so he enrolled me yeah. because I had always been a fan of real estate. I actually bought my first house at age 21. Woo. Much different market in Buffalo, New York, of course. But um, that was my first kind of step into real estate and the power of real estate home ownership. And I got two roommates. It was a three bedroom home. We created an awesome one when I was just out of college. So like I wanted roommates. I was like, I can't live by myself. Like what's going <laughs> to happen? Um, so I had two roommates who paid me like really minimal rent, but I had a great job and I started paying down my um, principal on my mortgage. And within like three years, I had paid off that house. And it really showed me the power of like getting creative because those roommates really helped to pay off my mortgage. And I think knowing what I know now, really my only regret that I've ever made in real estate is selling that home and not refinancing it and, you know, keeping, keeping it. Long it. Term. Yeah. Um, but that was really like our first foray with real estate. And when we moved out here, he fell into real estate as the assistant. We ended up buying four rental properties while we had our W-2s. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, let's take advantage. So we owned or we purchased four properties in um, like the Tennessee area and we've never been to tennessee so we were a little bit ballsy our parents were like that's a scam and i was like well it's a pretty good scene? scam yeah we, yeah we still have never been to tennessee yeah, we've Ooh, still big never ups. Seen them. I've, we have uh one two three we had four properties same thing texas and alabama yeah, yeah. sight unseen yeah as long as they pass inspection yeah right i mean i feel like i yeah. mean you gotta do your due diligence i guess a little bit ambitious because i mean at the time we were not as experienced in real estate as we are now obviously yeah, yeah. but i mean it, it's worked out it's been great and yeah, I, that, I think was an experience in real yeah, estate right that's sure. the I mean, thing it I mean, showed us what was possible yeah it's yeah. the best way to experience just, just do it just do start it. doing it it's just money yeah, yeah. i mean it's, we tell people all the time the best time to like buy or sell or make an investment is really when it's coming up it's really hard like when it's coming up for you it's really hard to time the market to mm -hmm. you know find the perfect investment you kind of have to like make a move learn from the mistakes that you make learn from the wins that you have and mm -hmm. then you know navigate to the next one yeah i think i think too many people too get caught up in looking for like the perfect investment mm -hmm. to where they never do make anything an they just like sit on the sidelines the whole time just like crunching numbers yeah and spreadsheets and then they like never even you know they suffer from paralysis of analysis yeah yeah that, or they're trying to turn a dollar into a hundred dollars right they're trying yeah, to yeah. flip yeah, it like <laughs> you know a thousand percent like yeah, well yeah. if it doesn't make me a thousand percent it's not my deal right? yeah yeah and you're right? like i want to find those deals all uh, day yeah, long <laughs> of course but i think probably one i mean probably one of the craziest things that we did i mean one quitting our jobs moving out here but then two um you had already left your job and then a, like a week before our wedding i quit my job too 
And we literally started our business from the money that people gave us for our wedding. <laughs> like we had zero, we had zero income. Yeah, we're very, if you want to take the island, you got to burn the ships type of people. Yeah. So we did that when we left our jobs in Buffalo, um, which were pretty good, like finance jobs, you know, great 401ks, great healthcare. Our parents were like, what are you doing? And we were like, we're going to make it. We're going to go to San figure Diego. We'll figure it out. And then... Um, Literally, I was just, uh, you know, talking to a friend about this recently. Literally no one in our life. When we were like, should John quit his job too? Everybody was like, are you guys insane? Like, no. There was not one person in our life who was like, that's a great idea. (laughs) So we didn't tell anybody. We got married and nobody knew that we were both unemployed. So, so, okay. Like, all amazing stuff. I got a ton of questions. Okay. First of all. incredible. Yeah, Yeah, right? Super, super brave. (laughs) Kudos, bravo. I'm, I'm just I mean, glad to hear I'm not the only one who got married when I was dead broke. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, brave or it was really yeah. a little bit insane. Like It was, it was. But, but yeah. how did you decide San Diego? Like, there's a plenty of places to go. You're coming from Buffalo, oh, New York. Like, how did you question. decide San Diego? Can I this question? Because this is for a pretty yeah, funny one. Definitely. So, like, we set our sights on, like, California. We, we but, had taken a trip. Yeah, we had and, taken like, a road trip from San Diego it. to San Fran up Highway 1, and we had been kind of like deciding where to move in general. He had really wanted to move to New York City, but I grew up in New Jersey, and with the work ethic I have, I was like, I'm one of those people who's going to move to the city and die at 40 at a heart you attack. Like, in, I can't. In Jersey, pretty close to yeah, the city. Yeah, like too. right across from the G- George Washington Bridge. So we were like deciding where to move, and we set our sights on California. And he was like set on San Fran, and I was like set on San Diego. And we also like decided we would be open to LA, but because we moved out here and didn't have jobs, we committed to wherever we found a job first. And we navigated to San Diego because it was the cheapest option of the three Mm. out of LA, San Fran and San Diego. And so about two weeks in, our full-time job was looking for jobs. And we had we were just applying for about you know six to eight hours a day, still making our way to the beach, of course, because we were here in San Diego. You got to, yeah. yeah. But about two weeks in, I was like, "So, John, like, how many jobs have you applied to in San Fran?" <laughs> and he was like, "None. I really like it here." <laughs> San Diego sucks you in. I mean, once once you're here, you're like you're like why why at- don't like why would anyone not want to live here? And, and you, it was the you, Mexican food, wasn't it? I mean, it definitely helps. The burritos, yeah. The daily burritos were a deciding factor for sure for John. I mean, yeah, the beach. I mean, the you, weather. You guys like, know. You the came weather. from places where weather is like it, we came. huge peaks and valleys. It was, well, really, we were yeah. planning on moving in June from Buffalo, and it was January, and we were waking up at 5 a.m. every morning to shovel the car out, and we would have to shovel ourselves back into the driveway at 5 p.m. And I was like, why the you'd frick to, are we staying here until June, I the mean, nice time of year? I was like, let's leave now. Yeah, you'd be. you'd have to turn your car on 30 minutes early so you could defrost the windows and scrape the ice off and i mean she had a huge driveway and that shoveling that was hell so it's just like we were like let's get out of here in the winter that makes that actually makes sense like of all the things you've said so far that one made sense to leave (laughs) that was an educated and informed decision yes yes so okay so you guys moved to san diego were you married already or were you did you guys get married after john decided that on the road trip actually we took a seven-week road trip because we decided we were never probably going to be fun employed again. So we had put my house up for sale. We sold literally everything we owned. We sold John's car. And we only packed what fit in my Honda Accord. And we decided, actually, one of the main reasons, another reason we left in like 
January, end of January time was because John really wanted to make it to Miami for Ultra Music Festival. His like <laughs> manager, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his manager at the bank was like, sorry, you can't have off that weekend. And he was like, watch me. I'm going to totally yeah. be there. And like, well, then I quit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Basically is what happened. Literally, he had a, that meeting with his manager. He came home. He wrote out this whole road trip plan. And I was like, you're insane. Like, we're not moving till June. And then literally two weeks later, I had a similar meeting with my manager. I was like, let me see the road trip plan. <laughs> so he like pulled out his notebook, which he had done literally with a map and a notebook, penciled in. And there were, I think, 23 cities along the way. Seven. And we had seven, like basically he planned it out seven yeah. weeks. It and we crashed, landed like, in... between a combination of like friends and family and then like hotels and stuff like that yeah. along the way. And we landed in Miami. Perfect timing for Ultra. We enjoyed and it. Then and then made landed it... Landed in San Diego. Yeah. Oops, sorry. sorry. <laughs> and then, yeah, we uh, traveled across the southern part of the United States and got to San Diego end of April. Yeah. Wow. And then, again, just started looking for jobs. And then that's when you guys started decided to get married along the trip? Oh, actually, John, yeah. John. We got, I mean, we, yeah, I mean, we got married. Well, actually, we got married in, I guess, 2014. Well, he decided to marry me, I guess, at Ultra. We were dancing away, and he yeah. was like, oh, this is going to be my dancing partner well, for Well, we also were spending a <laughs> lot of, we were also spending a lot of time in very tight, like car just drive yeah like, we did i guess he did like and i was like this, she's not driving me that crazy so <laughs> <laughs> only a little bit so yeah. i guess if i can go seven weeks living in like i don't know confined how much, space yeah then yeah. we were good to go so he made the decision there and then asked me in Oct the october after we moved here so about six months into our uh yeah, about journey eight, here eight months right because well, we, we got, got here in april oh yeah no so i guess yeah, yeah. and then mm -hmm. we got married we got secretly married Se actually yeah we actually eloped so nobody just knew. the two of us nobody knew we again we do crazy things yeah <laughs> um and then a year after we t legally got married we had like our wedding with our friends and family and everything yeah That's some, some people literally if they're watching this might have just the, found yeah, that this out. might be <laughs> the first time you guys are hearing this story because <laughs> so, so our grandma they all just know found just out. that you got married that year later that's the only a major most, announcement. Most people, thing. yeah. Most people, yes. Uh, and only recently, actually, this past year, because it was our five-year wedding anniversary, right? Yeah, but everyone thought it was everyone, our four. It was, uh, yeah, everyone thought it was our four, so I was like, this will be the transition year. Or actually, it was last summer. It was supposed to be three, and I like transitioned to four. And I was like, John, your mom's going to comment on this like right away. And she literally did. She, she was, knew. She was like, it's three. And I was like, hee hee. <laughs> Here's a little secret for you. <laughs> They, they took it all right because we, we still had the wedding and everything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It was yeah. Still, yeah. They wanted to be included at least yeah, in that yeah. part. Yeah, and I'm a little bit like crazy about stuff like that. So we literally had to find a chapel in Bonita for July 12th, the year prior, because I was so committed to the anniversary date being the same. I knew people were going to get us gifts with July 12th on them. Mm -hmm. And we already had our wedding planned and everybody invited to it. So I was like, all right, well, we have to get married on July 12th, the year prior, if we're going to do this eloping yeah. thing. That's, that's, yeah. dude, so far your life's been ballsy. We, we like definitely ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a lot of. I mean, that's a lot of leap and you know worry about the parachute later type stuff. Yeah, like, that's. I think. I mean, no pressure, what did they no say? You, got, you build, you know, build the parachute or build the plane on the way down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got enough time. You figure it <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. I mean, you, you know, you're roll, young you're too. You can make mistakes. <laughs> it's I mean, absolutely true. Yeah. yeah, and we've fallen a couple times, and we pick ourselves back up, and we figure it out. And yeah. So yeah. okay, so so you guys finally get into real estate, mm -hmm. right? And and it's just like you go off and roll in and you're completely successful right off the bat? Or how oh, did that go? No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, real estate, as with any business, I feel like it's extremely hard to start out. Um, there's always like an uphill battle that you get to work through. 
there's always a lot of upfront time and commitments that you get to do. And we very consistently from August through about March, we're working like 16 hours a day. And we closed, I think, a total of three deals. I mean, I think I think we were a little bit naive at first, which, I mean, I guess it worked out. But yeah. um, I mean, I would say we were able to hit the ground running a little bit more than most agents because I had that background working mm-hmm. for as a real estate assistant and also working with, you know, the flippers. So I feel like that experience helped helped for sure that um, I wasn't like totally green stepping in. Um, but with us relocating here, like we really didn't know, like we didn't have friends or cousins or high school, you know, people like we had, we had no zero circle, zero yeah. circle. The only circle we had was in real estate. I mean, honestly, yeah. So, yeah, enough, right? that, that's yeah. soon after we moved to like, I will not lie. We were pretty like, we were pretty lame when <laughs> there was like a party that we tried to host and literally no one came to it. I mean, I mean so, you're I like, like, he showed up. <laughs> you're like, still, <laughs> it was us too. you know what I mean? You're still like trying to make friends in a new city so i mean you know we were a little bit naive with that but i mean honestly like she said we you know we struggled through the first couple months we did the typical thing where agents we can just throw shit at a wall and see what sticks and you waste a lot of money waste a lot of time and um but we after kind of trying a lot of things we what we really found that we liked is doing open houses um one there's two of us there so it makes it a lot easier you know, we had a whole system where, you know, I drop her off, she gets the house ready, I get the signs out, and then like, you know, 10, 15 Lady minutes before. agents, find yourself a little man friend. And then, and then yeah, like 10, you know, 10, 15 minutes before you have to close up, you know, I can get the signs, um, you know, pick it up, and then, people who come and then I yeah. come back and, you know, boom, we're on to the next. And we, we, we actually had, used to do double doubles. So we would do like a nine to noon and then a one thirty to 4.30 every single weekend. Um, well, and we, that's- We had set the goal of a hundred. So we started in what August of 2014. I don't know. Something like that. Um, and so. yeah, like basically we, we closed like two small deals kind of like early on. And then we had like a, like basically that was the universe giving us the gift to know that we could do it. Right. Then we yeah. had, and almost, then they slapped you with reality. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, it's right, not that easy. No. Super hard, then it was yeah. like 10 months. We like, we're, uh, I think know. it was like a, almost like eight months before we closed our next one. Again, we had like zero income. I mean, we were selling stuff online, like just like doing we whatever it we work. I was walking it, yeah. dogs around the neighborhood, babysitting, yeah. selling the rest of what we owned online. We were like, you know, making it work. We were like committed to not, failing yeah, at we, what we had set we had, up to um, do. We had like a burn date, liter- like literally a note with a date where like if we don't yeah, our burn get, date. if we don't do something, like by if we don't date. close something by this date, we're going to have to like potentially like reevaluate, move, you know, all that potentially stuff. Potentially get a job. But um, I mean, we got definitely like into like goal setting and personal development. And um, at the beginning of that year, we set the goal of doing 100 open houses. And we did, we hit that goal. I think we did like 101 or something. Um, but that ultimately was kind of like the foundation of our business. Um, starting out, we also had set the goal to do, I think it was either, I think it was 16 deals or make a hun- yeah. or make like a hundred thousand in commission or whatever. Um, and it was by, June. by June 1st, we, we had closed, closed one. One, one deal. <laughs> but then um, from June 1st through December 31st, we, we closed, closed 18 se- or 17, 17 for a total yeah. of 18. So we accomplished So literally it like well, just snowballed. And but it took that hundred open houses, talking to all those different people, getting them through the process of pre-qualification, continuing yeah. to nurture, nurture, nurture. You filled the pipeline 
pretty heavily. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, and, that, and consistency too, because like realistically, we worked seven days a week, both of us consistently for like twelve to sixteen hours a day, basically and, and for we, free. Yeah, and <laughs> we enjoyed it. I mean, we were having a great time, but there were plenty of nights where we sat next to each other eating like an eleven p.m. dinner, like. Is this what we want to do? <laughs> Is this work gonna work out for us? Yeah. But I mean, you said you, you said you're working for free, but you really weren't. It's just you know when you have that mentality of you clock in, you get paid every two weeks. Yeah. Like you're that's, trading that's, time that's, for you're money. You're trading time yeah. for money. Yeah. You were trading your time, and you didn't get a paycheck till six months down the road. Yeah. But then they started to come in. Yeah, well, we, we were setting it, the foundation. I'd say in, in investing like in ourselves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. how how. Can, How, I, can I can yeah. I ask a question? Yes. Yeah, yeah. When did it click? Like when was that moment when it just? I think, I mean, it, it probably after that snowball kind of. I mean, probably by the end of the year on that. Yeah, I feel like for us, the the thing about us, and I would say more so me, is I. It's almost like a, a little bit of insanity where like when I have a vision, it's almost like if somebody tells me it's not going to happen, I'm like, yeah, just watch, watch us. Me. Like, yeah, like watch <laughs> me because, yeah, me? exactly. And it's almost like people are like, okay, like that's not feasibly going to happen. And I'm like, well, yes, it is because I can like imagine that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So like I can visualize it's going to happen. So it's going to happen. So even though we realistically like had the burn date on the calendar as to like when we would officially run out of money and oh, you know what the actual turning point was? Turnaround day. There was a, literally a day where he was writing a blog post on the couch because we were building oh, yeah, content yeah. for our website and I was sitting at the kitchen sink and like the stress and overwhelm was so much from not being able to basically afford the dinner that I was able, like, about to cook. And he literally looked at me and he was like, you know, I hope all of this isn't like in vain. I hope, like we don't put, yeah, I hope we don't put all of this effort in for nothing. And I was like, that right there. I was like, this is the turnaround point. I was like, that's the mindset we mindset we get to shift because literally, like, there is no way that we can put in this much effort to not produce results. And here we are holding ourselves back. So literally, next to the burn date on the refrigerator, we literally put turnaround day on the, and yeah, it's February twenty third. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I think like that what next weekend or something like we went into like open houses we're like we're gonna freaking crush this like because you subconsciously bring that energy to what you've got going on when you're feeling like in a slump you're gonna subconsciously bring that and literally turn around day we got like two or three solid leads that we ended up closing within the next few months and that's yeah yeah. (laughs) and it was a total mindset shift so yes for sure you were still doing yeah you were still doing the open houses but the way you did them changed right yeah Yeah. it wasn't no more it wasn't about you know, just go open the house, put out the signs. It now you had a purpose at each one. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't like this like eight month burden. It was like, okay, we gotta let all that shit go. Like that's literally what's not clicking for us. That's what's in the gap right now. So like when we turned around and we shifted into like just walking into that open house and like, you know, crushing it and really connecting with people and like being the confident people that we had started out as eight months prior before <laughs> well, being I think that down, we, I feel we, like that we think we started because you yeah you the, build you, so you build much your skill. confidence you yeah. build your skills like you you know you learn what to say how to act like how to carry yourself you know what to look for in their body language what they're saying all that stuff so even what to look for in a client too because mm-hmm. when you're just starting out it's like oh we should be working with everybody yeah because some people because some people are just a waste of time yeah yeah. or just not the right fit too you know there's people who are not going to resonate with the way that you do business and vice versa but when you're first starting you're like i need a check (laughs) yeah you're like i need to put some dinner on the table so everybody seems like a good option yeah 
Now that's the, I like the the whole mentality shift there because I mean that's a lot of work. You guys yeah. are you, there are very few people who commit to taking action and then consistently take action because you're right like when you're talking about your confidence level you started off ambitious you may not yeah. have had skills yet yeah. but you started off very ambitious yeah and you got the shit kicked out of you yeah you, get you got beat down for a while and at the bottom you still you know bloodied bruised you still looked up and get, and you did the Rocky thing, like you know. Yeah. I'm getting up. I, I was listening. Yeah, I was listening to this uh, motivational thing while I'm running on the treadmills in the morning, right? Yeah. So I'm running on the treadmill and and uh, I'm listening to somebody talk about it. And they they were like, I like uh, uh, Rocky in the first one when he's when he's fighting Apollo, and like in the 14th round, Apollo like knocks him down, and then Rocky gets back up and he's bloodied and bruised mm -hmm. and he said the thing that drives me is that look on apollo's face like what the hell yeah right yeah. he's like so i stay down yeah, like yeah. I, what is this guy and that's how i feel like you guys were at that point like it didn't matter yeah. what was kicking you down you still got up and then and then your whole mind shift cha changed at that point yeah now you was like now you're at apollo like there's nothing gonna keep me down yeah i'm it gonna was get like, this yeah this is absolutely gonna I mean, work like we brought so much new energy into the whole process with the sh turnaround day and i'm i'm a firm believer that like in order to like really appreciate the highs and all that stuff you you have to go through that because like mm -hmm. if you i don't know if you start a business or whatever like if you're kind of just like handed things or things come easy I, I don't know you don't really get that thick skin or whatever to like then if something does go wrong later it, you're not you're not, you're not prepared for it, you know yeah. what i mean like because it, it was whatever you did you didn't have to go through that struggle now i mean you know shit comes and it's just you know you deal with no it problem. and move right yeah. on yeah <laughs> and i feel you also really builds a such a deep level of gratitude like now on the days where things go great it's like wow like this we have worked so hard for this like i feel so deeply grateful for when things go right you know because it's been such a struggle when things have gone wrong so let's, let's talk a little really, bit about really quickly uh, another thing that just from the story that you guys told uh, another thing that i noticed changed was your expectation mm -hmm. where yeah. it seemed like you guys were struggling and kind of going through through a hard time and and not having the success that you wanted mm -hmm. but that turnaround day was like your expectation changed, where you said uh there's no way that we can work this hard and not have success your expectation changed right there and yeah I, I just i think it's phenomenal i love it yeah love definitely it. i mean jumping off that too you guys you probably saw it as a real estate agent too i'm like looking at people who have business and i'm like these people suck like <laughs> like there is no reason that they can get clients and, I and can. we can't like yeah. Yeah. when i like know without a doubt that i'm better than them mm -hmm. like i mean you've I seen you, you've seen listing photos oh, yeah. it's like well, I know Ridiculous. sometimes, like, my That's motto... That's not even a good iPhone. Hey, now, hey, now. The best is when it's, like, literally a drive-by shot, say. and you can see, like, the blurry vegetation <laughs> at the bottom of the shot, and you're like, bro, you couldn't even stop the car? Or, or like, a Google Maps <laughs> screenshot. Yes. I just, I literally, I mean, you've seen it all, like, fingers in the photo, upside down, thumbnails. I'm just my like... My motto is always, okay, we get to take their business. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. <laughs> It, but it's perspective. Right? Yeah, it's, it's how you. It's you can you can take that same thing and get jealous and upset, or you can take it as a positive. All right, cool. Well, now it's time for me to show them what I got. Yeah, right? this right. is yeah. exactly what's going to happen. They're gonna. They're that's the last time that person worked with that person, right? Yeah, right. Hopefully, <laughs> well, and I think that's like a. I think that is a testament to what we do on a daily basis. Like I would say, from the very first day, 
in in really all things that we do and how you do one thing is how you do anything right but like i feel like john and i perform in such a high level of excellence like we are not willing to compromise what we believe in 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 regards to the client experience what we believe in for integrity and like we have left so much money on the table and walked away from it whether it be from listings or buyers that we've talked out of buying really bad properties or like money pit situations because we know that that will come back to us in tenfold over time you know Mm. so it was so tough like literally in that time span we walked away from a few listings with unrealistic sellers who you know had a totally different expectation or wanted a discount agent and at one point john was like do we just like go for those and i was like yeah but they're gonna end up disappointed and like that's not what we're committed to Mm -hmm. so therefore it's not our ideal client and that mentality and like holding steadfast in that excellence has really been what's exploded our business like it's not a surprise to me that we have no reviews that are less than five stars because we've walked away from everything that would be less than a five star experience for the client. Up front. Well, yeah. if, if we yeah, if we don't think we can meet Achieve, their expectations, yeah. then it, it's setting us up for failure and we're going to be unhappy. They're going to be unhappy. And ultimately, like, that's not what that's not the business we're into building. Yeah. Why put yourself through that? Yeah. Put the client. Like one of the biggest realizations for us when we were learning our real estate license or getting like learning the material for our real estate licenses is I reflected back on when I had bought my house in Buffalo as a 21 year old and the agent that I had used had misguided me in multiple situations. And she had, I had asked direct questions and she had lied in response. And I didn't realize until I was going through my real estate education, really that the client is always the one that gets the short end of the stick when somebody is misrepresenting them in a real estate transaction and people are literally making the biggest investment of their life in most cases especially in some place yes. like san diego mm-hmm. and i was like that's bullshit yeah, <laughs> that was bullshit for me when i was 21 and i'm like committed as heck to not letting any of our clients feel that way or feel misguided or you know what i mean or misled in any regard like we will always shoot it to you straight, even if it's not what you want to hear in the mo- moment. Mm-hmm. But you got the truth. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's, the and, truth and will set you free. The truth will set you free. <laughs> <laughs> but you sleep better at night, right? Your yeah, clients are much fun. more happier. Your referrals are through the roof because you provide that yeah. great, yeah. excellent service. I mean, that's, that's the way to operate. I wanted to ask you guys about what you're doing today because I'm sure the way you're getting business today is not the 100 open houses. No, <laughs> I mean, well, we still do open houses. We, we honestly really enjoy them. So we yeah, still do we, them. But we still do them. I mean, we're not doing, you know. We're not doing like 100, when we, when we did a, When we did 100, I mean, she kind of mentioned the double doubles. Like we would literally do Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. And we'd like have like an hour in the middle or an hour and a half in the middle where we'd drive between them slam lunch down and like you know go on but um no i mean today i mean we still do open houses we we i would say invested a lot in the online space like very early on like really after that first year we ended up doing pretty well with like the 17 deals that ended up coming through the second half but we kind of just took all of that and just dumped it right back into the business um doing you know heavily investing in seo doing doing a lot of like video content um Written All that content stuff. too. I mean, our blog is really hefty. Like when you type in San Diego real estate agents, we show up on the first page of Google. Um, and I feel like it's it's just been the consistency. Like John literally started out writing a blog post a week, a blog post yeah. a week. And I mean, like, now we have people videos. who write blog posts for us. I mean, at this point, we literally have people reaching out practically on a daily basis asking to post stuff on ours. So we have, we have people 
giving us content for free at this point. Um, and so we get, we get leads on our website. Um, obviously referrals, um, are, those are honestly some of the best, you know, clients, not, you know, leads and clients. Um, we, we had done a lot of experimenting with like traditional ad platforms and we stepped away from that completely because what we realized was there was so, um, those clients are really like shopping around. They're in the research phase. And our ideal client is somebody who finds us and like falls in love with us before and, they're even ready. And kind of like knows decision. knows our value. Like she, I mean, we dumped we dumped probably a lot of money in, into Facebook ads and stuff. And we did we did close deals. We did get a return on it. But we, what we noticed is it's just like it was like a much lower quality. You know, took like, a lot more work. Took a lot more yeah. work. And like she said, it's kind of your those people who are kind of like opting into those. They might be opting to like. Redfin, and they're kind of just like throwing everything and like whatever. Seeing which one works. They don't necessarily yeah. care who's on the other end. They just want somebody to, you know, open the door for them or whatever. Where we kind of want to more attract like people who literally see how we operate, you know, the content we put out, understand the, the value, the that integrity we that we hold ourselves to, like what we're committed to, and say like, wow, like that's who I want to work with. Mm-hmm. Like try to sell them on us before, you know they even really they know want to be your are. friends that's right. the thing and i mean that's like the that's why we have so much fun and we're friends with yeah. a lot of our clients like i mean we hang out yeah. with like almost all of our clients yeah. so if you threw a party today people show up yeah oh, yeah yes. last year we had a house warming it had like 130 people there yeah we, yeah, we're, we planning um, our client, we're planning our client uh, appreciation, appreciation party right for this now. year probably in october um we just actually started that today but yeah last year we did um we did like a client appreciation housewarming event because we had just we had basically moved into our house, finished renovating that, and yeah, we had like 120, 130 people. We had a taco truck, bounce house, you know, people music, came photo to the party. booth, and people showed up. <laughs> yeah, people came. much different than the first party we yeah. threw in San Diego. So you guys came in 2014. We got here in 2013. 13. 13. Yes. 2013. She would know better than I. April would. 20th, 2013. <laughs> 420. 420. <laughs> yeah. Easy to remember. But now, now, like, if you can look back and reflect and give a new agent some advice, what would you? What what advice would you give them to help them? You know, get past those little bit of hurdles at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I I love that question. Um, and we give a lot of agents advice, so like, say- feel free to call us. Some. I feel like it was very odd for us when we first started out to call some of the big players in the industry and kind of get shut down. Like, oh, I'm not going to share my secrets. There's no secrets, my there's, friends. There's no industry. <laughs> Everybody's no. doing the same. So call thing. us if you want to connect. Yeah. Um, I mean, what I tell people is, I mean, there is, there's no right or wrong way to do this business. I see people, you know, doing all sorts of crazy stuff from, you know, wearing interesting outfits to having their dog as a mascot to, you know, door knocking, cold calling um you know uh open houses like literally there's so many different ways you can do this i say choose one and go all in Mm -hmm. like just go all in because you probably know too like you have to it's going to take probably six plus months for you even start to see results Mm -hmm. so i think too many agents and and we kind of did it at first too you kind of just like start trying to do everything and you don't do anything effectively and you don't even give anything the time to, to develop to develop so it's like oh yeah i went you know door knocking twice and then now i'm like cold calling <laughs> like you know once a week and, and it doesn't work and yeah. you know i did an open house but you know i didn't get any sign in it's like none of that you're of course you're not going to get any results from that practice 
practice yeah consistency once you've got once you've got you know one thing down then you can you know then maybe you should think about taking on other things and the other feedback i say is like don't spend money we blew well don't yeah in the beginning in the beginning don't spend money like figure out what you love about this business figure out what works for you because we blew uh you know through a nice chunk of our wedding funds sorry friends um on you know like zillow ads and um you know like different marketing we did a mailer or two and the thing was we didn't have the skills and we hadn't curated ourselves enough to be able to even convert the leads that came in off of those Mm -hmm. things where once we had focused in on open houses and we realized we loved them well then it was really easy to focus funds and marketing efforts on that because we loved it and we started to become an expert at it and we were able to convert the leads that we were getting from those open houses um and then like after the first year realizing that we really liked the content building and the video being on video and like producing uh content that would really resonate with our ideal client which is you know an educated and informed individual who wants to work with somebody who's really going to guide them and take the process from a to z we didn't know those things and know that we had to funnel money into those things until we had done you know a good amount of practicing and educating and learning the business and what we loved about the business and i feel like as agents we get sold a lot of stuff yeah right off the bat and something else um that i would really that i think is really important too is like build a business that you're going to enjoy Mm -hmm. because we tried cold calling and like don't get me wrong some people love it and some people are real good at it we freaking hated it like (laughs) we did it it was it was during the time you know where we like were in an eight month gap and not closing deals and we're like turnaround yeah we're literally like time blocking every day we were hitting it and like uh, i just like hated it and i'm like okay let's say this works do, do I, I do I do still this? do I want to keep doing like maybe I close a deal but do I even want to keep doing that so it's like you know what I mean like you have to find what works for you too you don't necessarily want to build a business that then in two two three years you're like I, I freaking hate my life mm-hmm. yeah but I know people who like love the cold calling space and they crush it from like eight to eleven and that's their day and then mm-hmm. they go off and do something else and like it just wasn't filling our cup so it wasn't the right fit mm-hmm. it wasn't worth the time and the effort I like that Pick what makes you happy mm-hmm. and then stick to it. Yeah. yeah. Stick to it. Stick and then to do it, it over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Dude, that, that's that. I mean, that pretty much describes the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I, I think it starts. I think it any business. Anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Any business. Because even successful. like, yeah, any successful <laughs> yeah. businesses. Exactly. I see it in restaurants. I see it literally in the yoga studio that I go to. Like it opened two years ago. I was one of like two or three people in every class. And now I'm in there with. 15 to 20 people consistently it's because they stuck it out they learned what worked for them they learned what their ideal client looked like and so any business i think can really be successful if you're focusing on the things that you love about it and you're building content and like creating a business that resonates with you and your ideal client yeah well speaking of content we both went to comic-con yeah we both took a yeah. camera crew yeah and then when you look at the videos that we created they're completely different yeah and and that like you said a little while ago that you like to build content that's geared towards the type of client that you want well at this point like people know that we're a little bit weird i mean which we, we are we I'm, like i'm a weirdo yeah we, we kind of <laughs> just like to have fun with it like yeah. I w- that was another thing i would say that we learned through the process of us growing is I think a lot of people start out with this perception of like, I have to look like a real estate agent. You know what I mean? I have to like. What does that look like? I don't. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like they, they, they try to. Stuffy. They try to like appeal to to everyone, everyone. right? Like, I I can't say this on social media. I have to like. I can't wear these. You know what I mean? I have to look a certain way, dress a certain way, act a certain way, and 
one of the big shifts for us is we realized like in trying to appeal to everyone you don't really like you kind of you're just so manila right you just blend into whatever and um when we kind of shifted and stepped into just like being ourselves being weird like a lot of the instagram like we actually started on snapchat but one of our like best videos ever was a kim and kanye takeover where i pretended to be kim kardashian all day and he pretended to be kanye with like the face, the face swap, swap thing you know with the social <laughs> and like she and gave a tour as like kim kardashian and it was like it went and people went people like went crazy up. about it and so yeah. that's why <laughs> Yeah, it was great. And it, was, it was very <laughs> inappropriate. Not, yeah, too. it's <laughs> extremely inappropriate. You can find that shit on YouTube. But basically, recently we got um, an amazing opportunity with the American Dream TV. So we have a monthly segment. Finally made that's, it to that's TV. That's where you guys saw. Us. That's that's where you saw us. And um, we did our first shoot in Imperial Beach. And honestly, we were a bit nervous. John had like three pages of notes for a four minute segment. I was like, bro, what's happening? I, I here? like to be prepared. <laughs> He's a little different than I did. I had no notes, and he like gave me his notes for this episode. The morning of i read through them it was a 20 minute recording i was like we have a four minute segment this freaks me out um, so then the second one um we were brainstorming ideas because we get to like really curate the content and figure out what we're going to do for the show and i and i was like we should go to comic-con so i called the studio and our shoot was not that day and i was like can we switch it and they loved the studio loved the idea so they were like all right we'll try and switch your your uh your block so we got the Comic-Con block. And then literally the next day, we had actually dressed up as Pokemon characters like a few years for prior for Halloween. We really like to do costumes. And um, I basically was like, we should wear our Pokemon costumes. And he's like, no, we should wear like, the t- we should be Superman and yeah. Superwoman. With, our, with our name. Steel. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. So I called the studio back and I was like, so can we dress up? And they were like, as what? And I was like, Superman and Superwoman. And they were like, hell yeah. So we were the team of steel. Yeah, we had like that we had them. Perfect. I mean, did you get to see it? They did like special effects. Yeah, like, yeah. Had you fly over the sea? We were, yeah, we were on the cool. green screen, but um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, that's kind of that's just what we've embraced. Like you know, being ourselves and people like people who like us, like they're gonna like us, and mm-hmm. people who don't, that's totally fine. Like we, it's kind of like um, if you're trying to grab everyone again, like no matter how hard you work or try to impress some people like you're just not going to appeal to them so like mm-hmm. why try to kind of swim upstream just like go for the people who are naturally like resonate yeah. you're know, resonating with yeah. and nurture them we and actually just yourselves. got so the the show this, yeah. the super uh our superman episode launched on sunday and i got a phone call on monday actually the first lead from it um and he was like i found you on google you guys have hundreds of five-star reviews but really what did it for me was I saw you all suited up and I knew I had to call you. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, suited up as like Superman and Superwoman. He was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, He's literally. Like, I immediately knew you were my agent. And I was like, no way. Because typically suited up means suit and tie and yeah. like the, the way you typically think a realtor yeah. look. And he was immediately like, as soon as I saw the photo, I was like, I got to call these guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about it. He connected, but he's probably like, this guy over here, superhero nerd. And he was like, that's it. That's mine. I know. Yeah. He's like, exactly. my agents. Winner. It's done. Yeah. That's yep. exactly what that's happened. That's how it works, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, anytime you connect with somebody on a on a personal level like it just takes that relationship to a different place yeah. Yeah. you don't have to worry about you know there's no more facade of prof- that professional you're yeah. not you have to worry about crossing the line friendship what can i or can't say yeah you guys are just you yeah exactly 100%. i mean i and love I mean, when that that wall kind of drops because then you then like work we, is fun and like, we it's make just, that happen for our clients too like sometimes we'll meet with people and they're taken aback by the fact that like we do hugs 
Uh, like we'll meet with professionals and they'll show up in their suit and I'm like, hey, I do hugs. And they're like, really? And like, that's how we started out. Because if you don't want to hug me, I'm sorry, you're not my ideal client. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good time and I like to hug. I feel like we got to spread little bits of love wherever we're given the opportunity. And in the same regard, like we really have fun with it. We break down those barriers. I joke with clients that like the therapy comes free. Like there is a reason <laughs> that we have a successful business in getting deals closed into the finish line. And it's because like realistically, like people get to get real with the people who are supporting them in a massive life decision. And when you don't have those walls broken down and you're in this weird like businessy relationship, people aren't going to be comfortable to tell you what's really coming up. But if you can actually get on the phone with your real estate agent and cry to them about what's coming up and have them totally be down for it and be like, I was expecting I this you. phone call, like the therapy comes free. Let's talk, my friend. It will become a success because everybody's got to break, like everybody's got to get through their shit. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. And everybody's going to have shit somebody. comes up. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. we all have fears. We all have stuff that comes up. That's like where you get to build a good team around you because you're worthy of having the support that you deserve. All right. Speaking of fears. It's ask the bros section time. Oh. So now I'm getting nervous. You guys had so many cool stories. How am I going to top that story? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can feel free to ask us a question. Ask James any question or me any question, personal or business. Oh, okay. Uh, I got one. Okay, go. What are your top three neighborhoods? Like, what are your top three favorite neighborhoods in San Diego? Ooh, okay, okay. So, um, and why? Obviously, this one now. So this is so we're, we're in, technically we're in National City. Okay. So this is one of those um, we were we were trying to flip a house like two houses down. Okay. And so we went. We didn't get the offer accepted. But I remember standing up there with the, with the wife, and she was like, "This is it. Like this is the spot we want to be in." Her whole family is National City people. They've been here for mm -hmm. multiple generations. When you know Plaza Boulevard was all farm. Mm -hmm. So we knew we were going to be in National City. But when we found this spot. That was one of them. So, okay. So, National City. Um, I'm a fan of uh, East Lake because, okay. I mean, I'm over there all the time. I yep. teach over there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, see, what's the third one? Hmm. If I had to pick a third spot. Oh, I like the Forest Ranch area. Oh, that's a nice area. Yeah, that's a, oh, that's nice a area. really nice area. nice area. What about you, James? Oh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to pick up oh, the microphone. Sorry, sorry man. <laughs> uh, I don't need to okay. catch you off guard. Um, I'm just curious. That was a good question, John. That was, yeah. really, that was actually, The agent in me really likes it. So Yeah, um, I didn't know until I moved there how much I would love living in Bankers Hill. Ooh, mm. I mean, I, I, you I told me that, and I was like, I love Bankers Hill. <laughs> it is the best. I'm walking distance to Hillcrest, Little, Little Italy, uh, Gaslamp, and Balboa Park is basically my backyard. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, like, that's got to be number one. Um, OB has always been one of my top favorites as I'm well. I'm a diehard OB fan. I love, love, love so the cliffs, OB. right? It's, it's the, the most, the most unique, I would say most unique and like traditionally SoCal part of San Diego. Like yeah. mm -hmm. California yeah, so. even. I'm pretty sure you like it's drive like, in there and you can smell the weed. You definitely <laughs> like, yeah. can. You get a little high. <laughs> yeah. You just get a little high on the ambiance there. And it's yeah, good. It's like, good. Just like coming off the eight. It's like, oh, there it is. And the, the dreadlocks and the unshowered people. Yeah. Like that's all part of it. Well, right. they don't have the shower. They're in the ocean. That's the thing. That's there the you thing. go. There you go. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've, I started working in Coronado uh, a year ago. Um, I, I almost want to say it, but like. I got to give it to the hometown. I got to give it to Imperial Beach, which is like a Ooh. hop, skip, and a jump down south from uh, from Coronado. I grew up there. Love it still to this day. I go and down that, there and visit every once in a while. Isn't it funny? He's that, beachy type. I'm yeah. suburb type. Yeah. And yeah. that area, I mean, I'd be a 
I you growing her, up there, that that yeah. area has exploded. Yes, it oh has. my gosh, it's it is wild. Night yeah. day. Insane. When we grew up, it was not a beautiful place. It, I, not well, as yeah, beautiful. I mean, it's changed. It's literally changed. <laughs> <laughs> he's mean, like, he's like, excuse me. It, it wasn't that very nice. Like, you go to the to to the like to the pier, and it wasn't like the nicest looking beach. People mm. didn't really go to the yeah, beach. Yeah. I mean, even in the last six years, it's transferred. I tell John all the time, people out there, if you're looking for an investment. If we had money right now, I would 100% be buying an Imperial Beach. Yeah. I mean, I wish like, we could have bought there four years ago. And I mean, you would be sitting pretty right now. I yeah. remember we were renting a place on 557th Street, a duplex. And I was a kid, maybe, I don't know, 10, 10, 12 years old at the time. And we would pay $550 in rent. I remember that because it was the same as the address, right? Yeah. And, and like you, you think back and you're like, damn, like these, like if I would have known yeah. at 12, obviously, what I know now, <laughs> yeah, 37, but you know, it's it's a big difference, right? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, those every single property out there, almost all of them is, are duplexes. Yeah. So I mean, that's dual yeah. that's dual income coming in for yeah. these places. So. I mean, Imperial Beach is a gem. I would mm-hmm. love to buy a property yeah. there. The, yeah. the only tough part that we, for us, it's just like, it's, it's so secluded. Yeah, so when we, you, when you drive so much it. as an agent, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, but like, if we it. didn't have to do that, I'd, I'd be in down. And I IV. feel like that's kind of the same thing with, um, with, uh, with Obi as well. Oh yeah. That it's kind of yep. out there. You have to really get there. Like there's one way in mm-hmm. and one way out. Yeah. Practically. I mean, there's two or whatever, exactly. but, but it's basically one way in one way out. And that's what I really love about like Bankers Hill right now mm-hmm. is it's just You're in the middle of everywhere. It, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. right and there. And that's why we moved to the college area. We debated actually ocean beach and Imperial beach when it came time to buy our house two years ago and for life and convenience, um, which is always the number one choice in real estate. We chose the college area, but yeah. yeah. OB yeah. and IB have a special place in my heart. Yeah. And we'll, we'll own property there one day, I think. Yeah, well, you, you said go. every day working for, you know, 16 hours and then hitting to the beach, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we still made it to the beach. We were actually, there were times where we would just be laptoping it at the beach. At the beach. Technology is amazing. You can right? do both ends. All That's the things. true. It's <laughs> a beautiful right, thing. Which camera do you want to met? Uh, who's going first? What are we doing? Are you guys are going to talk to the camera, tell people how to get a hold of you. Oh, amazing. No, no. Start yeah, this on. is my this is my spiel. Um, All right, Melissa, you are looking at John's phone. Beautiful. All right, so if you want to get in touch with us at Team Steel, we would love to hear from you. Our website is steelsandiegohomes.com. That's S-T-E-E-L-E, San Diego, H-O-M-E-S, dot com. Um, you can always find us on Instagram at Steel San Diego Homes, on Facebook at Steel San Diego Homes, and our best number is 619-887-4429. Did I forget anything? No, that was it. That was it. <laughs> and we're John and Melissa Steele. We would love to be your friend on Facebook or our personal Instagram. And or, life. Or your and, real estate agent. Yeah. Or your, yeah. well, <laughs> and <laughs> that's a given. We're right. going to be your real estate agent as soon as you follow <laughs> us because you're going to be like, these peeps are too much fun to not hang out with and buy my house or sell my house. And show up at their parties. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, now you guys, are, you guys are officially invited. I mean, so. one, yes. one, we should one have, cool thing that I would love to plug. the costumes. Okay. One cool thing that I would love to plug. Um. So on our Instagram, we love Instagram. We're all over it. We do the stories like all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys like like kind of the whole flip this house, like the investing thing, we do a thing called Fixer Friday every Friday where we go into like dumpy homes and we talk about like, you know, what you could do to them, the potential things to look for, you know, 
all that Ooh. stuff. So that's and we and we have fun with it too. Like we're, we yeah, get weird. Yeah, Fixer Friday is pretty yeah, pretty. Yeah. So bomb. every Friday, if you tune in, we got a whole thing on that. So you can so watch John skipping. What's really caught on are the skip clips. I, our, I, audience, <laughs> our audience, our audience begs to, begs to they, see him skip, and he hates it because hate he's it a, so he's on a team of five women right now. I, that we, <laughs> seriously, we need, I need. If you're if a we, male agent out there, we would love some more male energy. Yes, Poor John. We'd love a guy on the team. We're off to see the wizard. Into my head. <laughs> Every time we do a fix-up, well, the whole team's like, "Are you ready for the skip clip?" And John's like, "No." I don't hang know. How there, this there's six a thing. of you total, or five of you total? Six of us total. Six. Ah, oh, if it was five, it would have been perfect. Well, there. Is, well, one of them. Well, the scarecrow, them's... Dorothy, uh, the lion, <laughs> the Tin Man, Toto. Actually, six can be the wizard. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. There, Halloween is planned. We're good. <laughs> Got you with a skip clip. With, with a, a skip, skip clip. clip. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna John, be John already like I can tell clip. he hates me for this. I, I do. I he's, like, right he's, now, like, he's like he's like oh my god we're promoting the skipping. Yeah. The Everybody go and check it out at the Steel team. San Diego Homes. Yes. The skip clips. Yes. But it's worth it if they watch. It will. It's, I will mean the, the, the Fixer Fridays are fun. They're cool. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people started, like them. A lot of the audience Shut is up now started. Fixer Fridays. Fixer Fridays. Fixer Fridays. Topic at hand. Fix it, boy. No, the, the, the properties are awesome. Honestly, we've now started getting suggestions from the audience. They'll see fixers out there and they'll send us yeah. the property link and they'll they're be like, like, "Go check this yeah, out." Yeah, they're like, "Can we see this one?" So it, nice. well, you guys are gonna get into flipping houses because of that watch. Well, honestly, we, it's gonna lead into so that. Watch. Actually, it's, it's funny you brought that up because we, we just finished our house. Well, we've we've been working on. So two years ago, we bought like a. Um, a small little two bedroom, one bath uh, fixer in El Cerrito, which is by SDSU. Mm -hmm. And um, we fixed that up, lived in it. And then while we were living in it, we actually did the whole ADU thing. So we did that and now we live in the ADU. Um, but that whole process between, you know, renovating that first house, the permitting, I mean, it was practically, it was basically new construction on the ADU. It was like two years. And we're after that, we're like, uh, I don't think I want to flip any. I like because we was, had we had the goals. We were like, you know, we want to get into flipping. We were thinking about doing like a joint venture to start out, and then we're just like, uh, well, I now don't think we've I decided wanna. that we're going to still continue to do projects, but they're going to be like that one, the ones that we really love. Because mm -hmm. again, you get to do the things that you yeah. love in life. Yeah. yeah. What what, well, again, why. what we realized is like kind of again like we didn't we're like we're really good at helping people buy and sell and invest like. I don't necessarily want to get distracted now trying to take on a flipping thing. So yeah, we stay focused we, on we, one It thing. was literally on our goal sheet this I year to JV a project, and we crossed <laughs> it out. We're like, I don't want to do it. Yep. See, it's okay to take things off your list. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, I, think, I think that's a big yeah. thing. That, yeah, for sure. I, mean, I think that's really important, actually, to not be attached to mm -hmm. what you thought because your perception is continually changing as a human being. If I had looked back sitting in my Citibank cube seven years ago today i could not even have mentally you know uh thought about where i'd be today so the thing is goals change you got to cross them off you got to shift and you'd them still be shoveling snow yeah that's right and it would not be fun <laughs> yeah all right guys hey thanks for coming out you guys thanks for having, having us cool story yeah this was a blast it was fun yeah, it was for fun. fun for sure Super for fun. sure we have fun in everything we do yep <laughs> just remember that you guys can reach out to them Ladies and gents, quick reminder, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. So if you got new shoes, used shoes, or you want to do any cash, hit James up, 619-884-0045. Uh, Saturday, August 24th in IB. We love IB. 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, we'll be there. Bring a water gun and bring some shoes if you want to donate some shoes that day. And then on Sunday, Christian's Big Heart. Go to christiansbigheart.org if you want to register. It's going to be at Roar Park. 
Um, that's Forgot all. to mention it earlier. If you want your charitable uh, oh, yes. organization featured on the show, just reach out to us. We would love to uh, be a value to the uh, of value to the community. Absolutely. Beautiful. Ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Thanks. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show. 